Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. Got a joke for you. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. So I uh, walk into my boss's office and say, you know, sir, I, w- I want to be straight with you. I know the economy isn't great, but I have over three companies after me and I'd like to respectfully ask for a raise. Okay. So after five minutes of haggling, the boss finally agrees to a 5% raise and I walk you know, out quite happy. Oh, well the done. boss, as I was leaving, says, by the way, which three companies were after you? And I say, the electric company, the water company, and the phone company. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we're here joined by Tony Burke, director of AIIB Insurance and best-selling author of Risk Your Business, Risk Your Life. Tony. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about insurance. This is something that we've had on our mind to be a topic probably since we started the podcast, to be honest. Definitely. Um, It's definitely a topic that people ask about and Mm. we've often thought we definitely needed an episode and we're finally doing it. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But first things first, Tim. What what is is the the Tim and Dan that one was very in sync, by the way. <laughs> well, Tony got, you know, he got in a performance. Yeah. That's what it was all about. So Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Uh, Tim, how was your week? Look, it's been good. Uh, we've just come off the Easter weekend. So, had a long weekend. Did you get up too much, Tony, over the long weekend? Uh, pretty quiet, but yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. Enjoyable. It was nice to recharge a bit. Wasn't the so, weather good the weather for was Easter? Awesome. Mm. Yeah. You know, it always rains yeah, for Easter. I know. Yeah. Very nice. Not not this Easter weekend. The amount of times I've been to the Easter show in the pouring rain yep. is a lot. Yeah. I think so. we've had enough rain for the time being. Yeah. yeah. Although today, pouring with rain for yeah. like the last hour. Yeah, yeah. pretty disgusting. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. But uh, what about Easter? Do you guys, have you ever heard of Easter gifts? No. <laughs> I, I, it's chocolate, right? It's chocolate. Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah. That's the gift. Yeah. Would have thought so. It's turned into a bit of an Easter gift thing. I think. I think Jade was slightly disappointed. I didn't get her a whole bunch of chocolate, to be mm. honest, but uh, she kind of wanted something. So, in, in the past, I've usually given chocolates to Kat. This year, we just didn't do it and we didn't really think about it. I could definitely... Um, you can get on board with that? I, I know. I, could, I, I saw you eating a lot of chocolate over the weekend. I did eat a lot of chocolate. I didn't buy any specifically <laughs> to give to Kat. Just got it for yourself? <laughs> some other people gave us some chocolate. And uh, I happened to find slash buy a bag for golf. So, oh. so Tony, we played golf on Saturday, actually. Yeah. Um, Dan and I. Nice. And, and Dan was just munging on uh, chocolate eggs the whole time. <laughs> really? I bought a little bag. Chocolate was for winners. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, me and my partner hit the lead at one point and he gave us both a chocolate egg. Yeah. But uh, it was all downhill from there. Yeah. So yeah, Dan was playing with the next golf pro. So yeah, well, we equally contributed to the win. I was there, and he played. Fair. <laughs> I always find beers better on the golf course. Yeah, yeah. personally. Right. Yeah, no. I think Dan would be into the chocolate eggs over yes. the beers. Yes, yeah. I enjoy a good chocolate egg. Yeah. Normally, I actually take a little thermos full of tea as well to the golf course, but it's usually because <laughs> it's a bit windy. Yeah, like a good cup of tea. Uh, but no, man. I'm also terrible at golf. Um, yeah. Played shockingly. Uh, I think 
I like that Tony's just like, yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played with Tony. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I had a terrible game. But I think it's just because I was playing with Luke, who yes. is an ex-golf pro. Yeah. Um, he makes everyone look They're just shit. in comparison. Mm. He just wallops the ball from any spot and it yeah. lands on the green kind of thing. And you're like, how did you do that? Like, I can't, I can't hit it like that. No. The amount of grass that he gets out as well. The divots, yeah. they just fly. Yeah, further than your yeah, golf ball. Yeah, sometimes the divots go yeah. further than my ball. Yeah. yeah. It's not even a joke, like yeah. often. <laughs> yeah, and feel rather incompetent yeah. Yeah. playing with someone like that. <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah. you can. Yeah. Especially when you're playing against him. Yeah. Like, we were playing yeah. Ambrose, so I was with a guy who's quite good at golf as well. Mm. We, we, came, we went all right. We were, yeah. we were in, in the running until about the last four holes, and then we just fell away. Crashed and, and burned. We were just, yeah, yeah. We were no good. Stamina dropped away in the, the golf pro. Yeah. Over, it came to the four. Over yeah. 18 holes. It's difficult. 18 yeah. holes. It's difficult. Yeah. You, you, you're bound to make a bunch of mistakes at some mm. point. Yeah. It's much easier just to stop at the ninth hole. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. I yeah. agree. Cool. All right. Well, Tim, do you have a business update? I do. I actually caught up with uh, Josh Robb, our liquidator friend, mm-hmm. last week for lunch. And... Um, uh, he was telling me how the ATO is starting to chase debts again. Mm. And it's definitely got something to do with the fact that JobKeeper's finished now. So, they've drawn a bit of a line in the sand with these things. Yeah, and it's kind of like stimulus is over. Stimulus is over. We, mm. we racked up a bunch of, uh, bunch of debt, basically, throughout that time. That, that being debts of business owners mm. because they may not have been paying bazes yep. throughout that time. Um, but also the government's racked up a debt. I mean, they're yeah. paying out all of this stimulus money. So now they want that back. Do you know something interesting I heard just on the news on the way here? Uh, the treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, was, was on uh, morning AM mm-hmm. on the ABC. And uh, I think the IMF has predicted the Australian economy is going to grow 4% this year. Mm. Yeah, they were like wow. one of the best in the world. I would love to... Um, speak to an economist about this or just look up some statistics because I feel like I've, I can see inflation happening. Mm. Do you guys, rec- have you seen anything like some price, pricing yep. yeah. movements? Uh, houses. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, housing. <laughs> insurance. <laughs> insurance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're seeing some movements <laughs> in insurance. Yes. Some big inflation there. At the there moment. you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything yep. to do with shipping. Shipping yep. has, mm-hmm. the prices hiked yep. for yeah. shipping. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty more cars, examples. definitely cars. Oh, absolutely! Anything coming from overseas yep. in short supply, even used cars. Mm. Yeah, oh. I have, I've heard that too. Yep. Used cars are worth more than what they probably were worth mm. 12 months ago. Yep. So, so which is, I guess, the definition of, of inflation. But I mean, usually yeah. they're going down in value. So yeah, <laughs> and I guess that that also makes me think. You know, if the economy does go as well as they're predicting for a year. Uh, inflation starts to happen and the economies kick back in. Interest. interest rates have to start going back up at that yeah. point. So, yeah. so, so what's the go here? The IBA have said something like four years. They're not going to put rates up for four years. Yeah. And how much? How how much are they tied to that? Because yeah. if inflation goes up are. to eight no. percent or no. something, they can change their mind no. whenever they want. I think. But I, th- I think they know that the economy is still struggling in many sectors. Yeah. So. It's likely that that growth mm. or that inflation isn't really going to happen. No. no. And I think as well, you know, as you said, there are particular sectors, tourism, hospitality, yeah. those kind of places where you can imagine that the small little lockdown that might, you know, happen in Brisbane 
last week yeah could have devastated a couple of businesses True. and and Definitely. you know people yeah. still are on that edge there's one business that devastated and that was the blues fest yeah yeah absolutely sure how yeah. bad was that timing terrible oh my god terrible there's not really like, like you can have insurance tony for a uh, a covid not for lockdown, a COVID lockdown thing no no Jeez. that'd be very difficult to find an insurer that would like to do that so mm. Yeah, I know someone who is involved with festivals up at Byron Bay, and she told me that um, they've lost something like ten million dollars wow. from that happening. Yeesh. Yeah, which is horrible. It's not good. Do you ever hear of a festival making money? I don't. <laughs> it's well, always like, oh, we do it for the music and the love, but we lose ten million a year, yeah. and then we sell it to someone. I think that was an example of a good. I think that was an example of a good festival, though. I think that started small. It had been going for twenty five years. Yeah. And they obviously had a lot of capital behind them. Yeah. But um, now they're at the point where it's a problem. Yeah. Mm. They they basically will go bankrupt unless they get some sort of support from the government. Mm. It's horrible. Yeah. Not good. No. Not no. good. One of my favorite festivals too. Yeah. Spewing. That is upsetting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They get some good bands there. They do. Yeah. They do. I was going to go this year too, but I'm glad you didn't. Glad that I didn't book it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Horrible. Did you see another business update actually? Um, yeah. Speaking of travel, New Zealand, Australia bubble. Travel bubble. Yes. Yeah. That should be handy. From, from this Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. 18th of April. So we have a friend. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Yeah. We have yeah. a friend getting married um, later this year, Tim. And there's been talk of Bucks parties and things. Uh, maybe we should go to Queenstown. <laughs> <laughs> I, have you messaged him yet? I almost yet. messaged him. Telling him, let's book there's, the trip. There's other plans already happening, I think. Is but um, but we could change him. I mean, we yeah. could do that as well. Yeah. I know where I'd rather go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we went a couple of years ago. That exact thing, essentially, it was a, a Bucks trip to Queenstown for mm. a week. We went skiing four out of the six days and yeah. we had a blast. It was awesome. Nice. It was yeah. a great time. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah. Except I wouldn't book it until it's about a week out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the worry. Maybe yeah. next year. Yeah. Everyone's vaccinated by that point. There'll Hopefully. be no immediate lockdowns. Mm. Uh, my partner Kat had her vaccine yesterday, her first dose. Yeah, how's she feeling? Not well, actually. Mm. Yeah. Quite large migraines. That's interesting. Yeah, feeling did quite unwell. Did she have to well. take the day off work? She or? did. Yeah, wow. She did. Yeah, she was like wearing sunnies around this morning because it's light <laughs> sensitivity. And not because oh. it was cool? Not because it was cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, she she was feeling a bit unwell. But uh, from what we've read, that is um, to be expected in some people. Okay. Yeah, That's it's hectic. not a long-term thing. Just a. When are you getting it? Do you get it? I don't get it. No, I, I looked up on the uh, when can I get my vaccine thing and it, and yeah. it came up last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlucky, <laughs> yeah. or maybe lucky. Maybe they will have mastered the vaccine by then. Maybe there yeah. will be. will be. Yeah, no, I think some of the other vaccines are just like one jab as well, not two spaced ah, out. So I prefer that. Maybe they're they're a bit further developed by that point. Um, I'm gonna hang on for those. Twenty thirty, when I eventually get mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm in no hurry. Yeah, I'm not planning to go anywhere in a hurry. So no, more than I'm happy not to wait and let other people. Test it out for you. Who need, it, who need it more than I do? No, well, that's true yeah, as well. We should, that's, that's the nice way to put it. But yes. I'd, I'd prefer the bugs be ironed out a little bit. Maybe just iron out the kinks. Yeah. yeah. Fair too. I'd take, a, <laughs> I'd take a headache for a day to be COVID safe. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't take a blood clot. <laughs> that wouldn't be possible. <laughs> no, that's no. concerning. But anyway. I mean, it just goes to show that if that's the vaccine doing that to you, Imagine what COVID yeah, would do to you exactly. as well. Very true. Wouldn't be nice. Would not be nice. Would not be nice. Okay. Let's move on to a tight ass tip 
Tim. Let's move on oh. to the favourite segment of the show. <laughs> Dan's Dollar Savers. Oh, we didn't say that the business... Ah, uh, business update sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank you, Cats. Thanks, Cats, well for done, sponsoring Kat. the uh, business <laughs> update today. All right, it's time for the favourite segment of the show. This is what everyone tunes in for, Tony. I can't wait. Yeah. Yep. This is Tim's tight-ass tip. So, I've got a list here of different options. Mm-hmm. Did I... I might reuse this one this week. Uh, this tight-ass tip is called the free cardio machine. <laughs> <laughs> did you... Did, have you done this one? Have I? I? I think we may have spoken about it, but I'm not, I'm not sure you've used it as a okay, tight-ass well, tip. Well, I'm going to use it. I'm yeah. going to hash back over this again. Yep. So, Tony, I was, uh, I was on Facebook. Yep. And uh, I have bought some, some weights for home recently. Mm-hmm. So, gym equipment... And Facebook does that age-old thing where you've Google searched something and you just start getting hammered by ads. Yeah. Anyway, this company online uh, had a great discount. And, uh, and essentially, it was get this um, treadmill and you get a free cardio machine as well. And I was like, that's a pretty good deal. It was one of those curved treadmills. Yeah, where true runner. It's sort of contoured. Yeah. There's no power it. behind it. I was using one at the gym. You have to generate the power by running. So, it's apparently like quite a good thing. Yeah, true form, I think they call it. True form. And then, so with that, you could get like a rowing machine or one of those attack bikes. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. I should have a look at this. Turned out that treadmill was over (laughs) (laughs) $6,000. So, I felt a little bit uh, like miffed by that. And I commented on the Facebook post. My free cardio machine is called The Outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, today's Tadas tip is mm. cardio. It's free. It is. Just go outside for a run. Yeah. It's much Come more on. pleasant anyway. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Mostly. Unless it's raining. But uh, uh, this, And this is right. So, sun, <laughs> they were the comments. <laughs> this is the funny thing. So, they were obviously hammering a lot of people's feed with this ad. I started getting some comments. Uh, for a friend of mine, a listener of the show, Homer Bat, also commented... Mm. Um, saying, well, what if it's raining outside? And then other people were like, we live in Australia. It rains like three days a year. Uh, then, except for the last six months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, there's a lot of back and forth. It's created a lot of uh, a lot of hype, actually. We've probably defeated the purpose of commenting on their post mm. because now it's getting in everyone else's newsfeed yeah, it's, that's yeah. loosely connected to us. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, if you don't live in somewhere that it's going to get to freezing temperatures or where it is either over 40 degrees... Mm or constantly raining, then just run outside. Yeah. It's free. Yeah, can't beat it. First, see, first thing in the morning. Right. It's great. It's so good. Sun coming up. There's, no, there's nothing more sad, in my opinion, than driving up the street and seeing a treadmill in the rubbish collection pile. I see that yeah. a lot, actually. <laughs> it is rather tragic. Because people think it's going to solve their issue. Yeah. I think the thing is, I think people think, oh, you know, while dinner's cooking, I can get a 10-minute run in and what, still watch dinner. Mm. Or uh, if it's night, you know, I don't want to go running in the night. So, I'll get home from work at 6, it's already night time in the winter. I'll go for a run. See, I would even... I understand that. I would even argue that point because you can get a headlamp. But no, yeah. some people aren't comfortable out running by themselves in mm. night. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fair. So, I, I can see that for, being for, an argument. Definitely for women. Yeah. Like... Um, mm. I was going to text you the other day, actually, because I was driving. And it was not long after I found out about this conversation. And there was this lady running in the pouring rain 
and she was clearly out for a run. Yeah. And she had like the rain jacket on, but she's jogging. And nice. I, I almost took a picture of her and sent it yeah. to you and being like, living proof. I know. Yeah. Oh, look, I see <laughs> people running in the rain all the time. I did it last year when I was training up for mm. my big run. Yeah. It, was it really is kind nice. of refreshing, actually. I have Beautiful. done it before. Yeah. There's a certain point in winter where it's, no it's a good bit cold. No. And yeah. It's a bit it miserable. becomes unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. We're so lucky with weather here. Mm. No, we are. Very fortunate. Yeah. Very fortunate. So, there's your tight-ass tip this week. Get rid of the treadmill. Don't buy it. Just go outside, people. Mm. Yep. Go for a run. Enjoy the sunshine. Go for a walk. That's yep. cardio. Yep. I'm making a sweeping declaration on this podcast right here and now. Tim, you and I have spoken about riding to work yes. on more than one occasion. We have. I want to keep us accountable to that. So, mm-hmm. in, um, you know, in working with your tight-ass tip. Yes, yes. Let's make our listeners keep us accountable to riding to work. <laughs> Ride to work Friday? One, one day a week. Yeah. Well, I don't we work can... Fridays, Tony. So, let's That's... make it, let's make it a, <laughs> another day. <laughs> it might have to be Tuesdays. <laughs> Tuesdays. Except when basketball's early. Yeah. See, look. It's all falling apart excuses. already. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesdays. We'll finish the podcast and we'll ride home. Yeah. I have cycle class Wednesday hours. <laughs> 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 no, nah, all right. This but is Tuesdays never is it. No, I've got it. We'll alternate Tuesdays, Thursdays, depending on the time of basketball and netball. Okay. Because we're right. both playing those teams. So early game on a Tuesday, we ride on a Thursday. We're going to have to get a shower. Early game on a Thursday, we ride on a Tuesday. We're going to have to get a shower at work. That would be a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a tight ass tip. I don't Unless you're only riding home, yeah. you'll be okay. I've got a new tight ass tip. Use a hose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's running water, Tim. Just put a nozzle on. Oh, my God. There's a nice river just down the road. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I mean, some days it rains. They can yeah. just go stand yeah, in the rain. true. <laughs> the heavy rain we've had today. Free showers. I'm going to put that. That's a tight-ass That's a tight, that's tip, a tight ass tip. Okay. Yeah. All right. You better get that in writing, though. Do you want me to witness that for you? <laughs> yeah, Make sure you're going to do that. Yeah, 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 no problem. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our main topic today. That's the official main topic change sound. Nice. Uh, and it is okay. insurance. Yeah. We're, we're here to talk insurance. about insurance. All yes. things insurance. Uh, I think a lot of people get confused out there about what insurance they need, what yeah. should they be getting, what's essential, what's not essential, yeah. what are some pitfalls, mm-hmm. or I've just started a business, I've got this really great idea, I'm starting to sell stuff. Yeah. Oh no, do I probably need insurance? I should go speak to someone. Yeah. I hear that a lot. Yeah. So, what I was hoping to cover today would be a lot of those questions. Yeah. What are some of the basic insurances people need to be thinking about at what point should they be thinking about yeah um so why, why don't we start with that yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, let's go with that yeah well, what are some 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 of the insurances and, and when should they be thinking about them mm. well our first point would be you shouldn't really be running a business or selling a product if you haven't got some insurance in place yep um when you look at your business and you look at the things that you've got and the things you own and you have to ask yourself, what can't I afford to pay for first yeah. and foremost? And mm. particularly when you're just setting up, um, there's a lot of expense items. Um, the things that you really need to think about that are super important are public liability insurance and products liability insurance if you're going to be selling a product. Okay. It's super important if you're importing those goods yourself as well into Australia to sell or overseas to sell. Um, the Australian law does make you deem you to be the manufacturer of those items if right. you're the importer. Yeah. So if they cause injury or damage to someone or their property, 
you're in the gun for that. Yeah, so that's so, something I think a lot of people probably don't know. You know in, don't in this age of drop shipping and yes, selling stuff true. on Amazon as a side hustle, they're probably not thinking about the they're fact not. that they're liable for the yes. damages that a faulty product might cause. What's yeah. an example there? So, like, um, yeah. So, you- so you could have, for example, I had a, a claim recently for one of my clients who. Uh, he was an importer of some goods for motor vehicle parts. Yeah, okay. And so that, the particular part failed Oof. and caused a hell of a lot of damage to someone's Shit. vehicle. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah. he was the importer of those items. Yeah. So therefore, wow. he's in the gun for the cost of that and luckily has an insurance policy that Jeez. protects that scenario. Yeah. Would, it, would that have been um, business business? A business destroyer if he didn't have insurance in uh, look it could have been yeah, yeah it was it probably wasn't big enough but he and he was established but yeah, yeah. if you certainly if you're starting out mm, and you haven't enough. got that protection yeah uh you would you'd be in in a big big hole because you don't mm. have the cash flow behind you yet to be able to cover that scenario for sure yeah and, um, and i imagine it's is a difference between a faulty product destroying an engine and, and having to replace that versus yes. a faulty product destroying an engine the car crashing and someone being hurt like correct that's, yeah. yeah that's another that's yeah. a whole other issue and yeah. yeah it can run into big dollars mm. um, you know people people don't think of it but what i always say to people is when you when you're looking to import goods particularly into australia you need to understand your responsibilities yeah. with the law and yeah. with current like legislation around the items you're bringing in to make sure they first comply because yeah. that's number one and number two, the insurance follows that. Yeah. yeah. So if, okay. if you're giving someone insurance for a product, do you have to assess whether or not that product apply, um, complies with the Australian laws? Is that, is that part of the process? No. No. Oh. No, that, that is part of the person who's setting up the business's process. Yeah. So, so they're responsible mm. to check out and make sure that, that mm. everything they're selling ticks off with yeah. all the with all the countries they're selling to. So yeah, yeah. Not only Australia, but if they're selling into America, yeah. um, if they're selling into Europe, they need to make sure that what they're selling and sending complies. complies. Yeah, so they could be in a situation where they have insurance, but the product doesn't comply and yeah. therefore no one's no. paying that out. No. Yeah. And, and look, there's quite, there, there is quite a few reminders. So the insurance mm. companies will ask a lot of questions of people importing goods. Yeah. One of those questions will be, does it comply with the standards for the countries you're that selling? May, that may trigger them and to legislation. then go and look into that. They may look into that, although you'd hope they've had some reasonable advice behind the yeah. scenes. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's led them down the right way to make sure that they're ticked off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There'd be so many people doing yeah. that at the moment and not considering that. Well, there are so if many. If you think people. about the amount of people moving yeah. to e-commerce, yeah, and trying it's to fixed. sell things online. Yeah. yeah. I just think they'd be, you know, they find something on Alibaba and they order it in, and they've got yep. ten thousand widgets, and they're selling them on Amazon. They're making a little side yep. hustle. Yep. They haven't thought about that. <laughs> they haven't thought about it. And yeah. not, not only that, if they haven't told their insurer that they're the importer of the goods mm. and they've got an insurance policy in place, it's not going to respond because they mm. didn't declare it to the insurer that mm. they were importing the goods. There you go. So okay. they've got to be really careful. But I always say to small business owners, you've got to look at the big picture and see, see the things you can't afford to pay for yourself yeah. Yeah. and start with those. I mean, everyone has a budget they've got to work to. Mm. Yeah. Um, you start with the big stuff, you cover that off, yeah. makes you sleep better at night and mm. then once you can sleep well at night 
that's when you you just go from there. Yeah. yeah. As you grow and as you as you build your cash flow, you can start to look to enhance your insurance protection. Yeah, true. Mm. I always say to everyone, you, you're insured anyway. It's just that you're self-insured unless you pass the risk to the insurance company. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you've got to either have the dollars behind you to cover that scenario, yeah. Yeah. or pass the risk off to the insurance company. Very true. Yeah. yeah so true. you you really need to. Um, yeah, it's a it's a risk analysis, figuring out what risk would this cost if exactly. this, yeah, yeah. But and ben, and how likely is it to happen? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm. And but, and and a good break talking to an insurance broker is important because mm. they can go through and tell you the things that are for your business appropriate for your business. You that, don't yeah. you don't have to take all of those, yeah. mm. but at least you know about them and then yeah. you can prioritize them. Given you mm. deal with it every day and you've seen what goes wrong yeah. and you've yeah. got track records for different yeah. industries. Yeah. So yeah. you said the um, public liability. Yes. I think this is an often misunderstood one. Yeah. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so public liability, what do we need that for? It covers the, the business if it causes injury or damage to a third party, to a, yep. to a non-related third party. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> also the, and also the products as well. Yeah. So if their product they're selling causes injury or damage as well. Yeah, okay. So what's um, the difference between that mm-hmm. and product liability? So product liability covers just the injury from the product or the yeah. injury or damage it causes. Yeah. And then public liability is the person representing the business yep. causing yep. injury or damage. Yep. So yeah. as an example, <clears throat> yep. um, if you have a place of business, yes, someone comes in and they happen to slip over and grievously injure themselves. Yes. Public liability. Public liability. Yep. Yeah. That, and that covers that. that that's that scenario. Yeah. If, if they make the allegation against the business owner. Mm. Yeah. But it also could, that scenario you talk about could also bring in the owner of the property depending on what yeah. has caused the injury. True. But I think the so point. the property needs to have some insurance. Yeah. The property needs well. to, the property owner needs insurance as well. But <laughs> the point to always remember is it only takes an allegation of one of those things yeah. for the policy to be triggered to either defend the matter on your behalf if it's mm. a, if it's yeah. a false allegation yeah or look to see what's happened and then respond if required sure so yeah, quite right. often a lot of times in a public and product scenario liability scenario there's just an allegation that someone's been negligent but yeah. they haven't really been yeah. but of course if you don't have insurance and you've got to defend that yourself, you're going to rack up a hell of a legal bill. Yeah, definitely. The insurance policy is there to respond for that and pay yeah. those extra costs. Yeah. Mm. So quite often it's not whether or not you've found to have been negligent, but it's the allegation and the defense of the yeah. negligence that causes the big dollars. Yes. I think I heard um, so my partner's the psychologist and she needs professional indemnity insurance. And yes. I think one of the things around that was if something comes against you you need to notify them immediately not absolutely not at some other point or when it gets official or whatever as soon as it kind of occurs that's right yeah the first time you're made aware that someone is going to take an action against you 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 should notify your insurer or your insurance broker and then they should notify your insurer Yeah. yeah 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 so i think i think when people think think about it We'll always advise them to start with the bigger risks. Mm. Yeah, work their way down. For example, if you've got like a a thousand dollar laptop that you you're just using to send some emails yeah. and stuff, well, it's not such a priority as yeah. ensuring you mm. know your people that if you've got employees, you know, workers comp, yeah, public and products liability, professional indemnity if you're giving advice yeah. for a fee, yeah. Um, those things are more important and then you work your way back. And yeah. then, then you would look at your assets, you fit out sure. if you're in an office, mm. uh, those sure. sort of scenarios, stock okay. if you've got stock to insure. Mm. 
Here's yeah. an interesting one. Okay. And there's a lot of accountants that listen to this as well. Yeah. Cyber insurance. Cyber insurance. Yes. <laughs> it's possibly on that lower order rung, but maybe Becoming it's, more prevalent. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps it's moving yeah. up the order of it. Maybe it's up there with public liability, it's, especially for people who hold it's data. It's getting that way. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you only got to look at the, the statistics to see how many data breaches there are and yeah. how many how many times hackers are trying to break into systems crazy yeah well, there's um, huge huge penalties for for yeah you know having data being breached yeah um so it's a, it's, yeah. it's a very significant risk it's a huge risk yeah. and 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 it's an emerging risk yeah people are aware of it but they don't necessarily think it's a problem the the common the common thing i hear is oh don't worry we've, we've got an it consultant that looks after that for mm. us but the IT consultant can fix, try and fix the issue or prevent the issue as best they can. Yeah. Mm. But that's not necess- necessarily going to help you. If mm. it's, no. it's like having a, a fire or a storm damage in cyberspace. Like yeah. if you lose all mm. your data or yeah. you get crypto locked or someone oh, sends a, a, an email purporting to be you and asks mm. someone to send money yeah. to an account that you don't know anything about, those are all risks that are happening every day. Definitely. Um, and so it should be more important and it's mm. becoming more important. Yep. The insurance insurance world, the insurance companies are still developing the products yeah. to to respond to all those scenarios, yeah, and it's a relatively new risk. Mm. Yeah, um, but the products are getting better all the time, mm-hmm. yeah. and and but also the risks are getting higher all the time. Yeah. As well. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like having you know saying you don't need product liability insurance because you have good quality control. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. it still might hurt someone, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I think you know it's 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 an example of something that. You st- I still talk to small business owners and I'll ask them about how often they back their data up mm. just as a question. And the number of people that tell me they don't back up every day scares the hell out of me, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. You should be as a normal part of your risk management backing mm. up your data every day. Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Making sure that you can only lose 24 hours at the most mm. yeah. to protect your business, make sure you've got up-to-date records. Exactly, yeah. Well, back in the day, we used to have a daily backup cassette. cassette. So, you had to take it home. Um, yeah. And then there was a weekly one and a yeah. monthly one or yeah. something like that. It's but now, I mean, with if, you, if you've got a good software online, it should be backed up every hour. It should be, yeah. You. A so, lot of it is. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is pretty amazing. So. Yeah. But yeah. with everything online, there's that added risk. That you can get added risk of hack. So, yeah. yeah. So, so is that really the process then for a business owner to start thinking about the risks? Yeah, it is. And look, you're probably best to, um, well, there's a couple of ways you can go. It's a really cheap scenario. You can buy a copy of my yes. book and yes. that'll take you through those, <laughs> those risks. Very good. good. Um, yeah. I like it. Um, or you can sit down with an insurance broker yeah. and, and yeah. have a chat to them. Yeah. Um, most insurance brokers are happy to have a chat to any business owners, give them as many tips as they can yeah. um, and uh, let them know the sort of insurance that is available yeah. and they'd be quite surprised to know how much is available. Because yeah. if you're talking direct to an insurance company as opposed to a broker, well, they can only give you the products that they have. Yeah, true. And not every insurer has all the products that you can have to protect your very, business. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so if, if you were a brand new business really the first one that most people would look at would be the public liability, right? Definitely public liability. Yeah. Yep. Definitely got to be there. That's yep. that's number one. Yeah. Yep. Number then, one off the list. Is it illegal not to have public liability? It isn't illegal. Wow. But yeah. And you'd it's be risky. surprised how many people Don't. trade without it, which, which really scares me. But um, yeah, yeah it, it should, I personally think it should be a legal requirement. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
no, I, a lot of little businesses are running around without it. And Jeez. whether they re don't realise they need it, they don't mm. know about it, I'm not sure why. But, um, yeah, they should really have it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy not to have it. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's the place most people would start, and then they might, yes. and then they'd be looking at product liability if they have products. They'd be looking at professional indemnity if they're professionals if they're and selling advice. advice. Yep. Uh, and then you start moving down the lines to other things you said: your cyber, yeah. your data security, all Content, that kind of stuff. Stock, Content, your stock, yeah. your desks, your chairs, everything. You fit out in your office if you've got an mm. office yep. or, a, or a shop or whatever it might be. You've you got to wages. ensure all those things. Then your people as well. Yeah. Mm. Workers and one thing we haven't talked about, but if you, you know, particularly some some businesses more than others, but loss of business income. So yeah. the scenario where you lose that shop you're in, yeah, yeah, might be through a storm, yeah. which we've just had, or a lot of rain that we've mm. just had. Yep. You can't trade everything you had in your shop is yep. gone. Yep, you've got a loss of business income. You can mm. insure against that as well. There is yeah. a McDonald's down on, I think it's Gavinlock Road. Underwater. Yes. It's underwater once a year yeah. for about a week. It is. <laughs> and I just think, I wonder what their insurance is covering right now. <laughs> otherwise, that's just catastrophic. It is. You can row through drive through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People will try. Row through. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So, no, you just got to start at the very beginning mm. and work through, work your way through. Yeah. And then once you've once you've mm. got the main things, then the other things become maybe a luxury item that you buy yeah. when you know. But sure. you, at least with talking to a broker, you know the other mm. things that you might need to look at down the track. Cool. What are some interesting types of insurance or interesting things people don't think about or that they might need to be considering? With, um, with the, is, is there like a specific industry or something that needs some insurance that you see a lot or, or is I, there some pitfalls people are falling into? Um, big pitfall that I see a lot is with people who own a commercial property mm -hmm. um, and they might have offices or they might have shops for let mm -hmm. and they'll, they'll go and put a new tenant in there um, but not check with their insurance advisor first as to whether that particular tenant's occupation is a high risk to the insurance company or a low risk. No. Now, an example wow. of that would be um, a tattoo parlour. Wow. So if you if you all of a sudden rent one of your shops to a tattoo parlour, yeah. it's quite possible that you will struggle to get insurance. Wow. Because they're considered high risk. Jeez. And there are a lot of things that happen to those, particularly a lot, of fire bombing, <laughs> fire bombings, a lot of fire <laughs> bombings happen. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of competition in that space. Jeez. And um, yeah, they do quite often get firebombed or destroyed by competition. Now, if you try, if you already have agreed to a three-year lease, yeah, it's a problem. And you've got one of those in there, and you've already locked them in, and you haven't spoken to your insurance broker before oh. you put one of those sort of risks into your business. There you go. You've got a big premium that to pay, or if if you or a big excess if you if you you know if you have have some insurance at all. Jeez. And then you're locked in for the term of the lease. So all of a sudden, your wow. return, your rental returns are shot to pieces because you didn't yeah. check to see whether your insurance premium would be affected by that. And we see that a lot. So wow. I would always say to people, if you're a property owner, check with your broker before you agree to, to lease a business to mm. someone. Yeah. Not only that, if, you, if you're thinking of going into a new occupation or changing what you do or sell, Always check with your broker first to see if that particular thing that you're going to change to is going to be considered more high risk by your insurers. Yeah, yeah and I think that's something that probably people forget is they that do. things change and they don't notify their insurance brokers yeah, about it. So I think the worst thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you think, oh, I've got my insurance, it's set, I'm good to yep. go, yeah. and yep. then you know, yep. twelve months down the line, you're doing something different. Yeah, that's and exactly you don't update right. them. 
Yeah. yeah. The insurance will only cover you for what you've mm. been described as yeah. in the business yeah. and on the policy unless you've changed that and they've agreed to it. Yeah. You're going to have an issue if that new thing that you're doing yeah. causes a problem. Yeah. So you've got to constantly review your insurance and if you've mm. got a decent insurance broker, they should be doing that at least 12 yeah. monthly with you. Yeah, mm. that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's probably the uh, the most hated thing for some people, having to review that insurance each year, but it's so yeah, important. Because it is important. Things change things so much change. In, a biz- yeah. in a business in 12 months. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how many times mm. I go and see my clients and they'll tell me something I didn't know about. It could even be a change as small as we've grown. Yep. Turnovers, turnovers up. Turnovers have changed. Therefore, the the, people there's have more risk. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of different things can impact the insurance. So mm. you, you're best off, I always say, you've got to make sure you've ticked all the boxes with the insurance company. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're there to help you with. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. What about um, things like key man insurance or um, insuring against a business partner? Mm-hmm. Perhaps dying or do, doing something illegal. I'm a bit yeah. worried about my business partner. Yeah. So. Let's just say that for some reason your business partner dies. Just yeah. we won't go into the details, but just somehow dies. No one yeah. knows just where say or why. His office gets firebombed. Yeah, yeah. 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 He he wins one too many games of table tennis. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, disappears. And just, it's just gone. Yeah. As long yeah. as he yeah. keeps playing yeah. golf like he's playing, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is. There's things like key man, and it's it's all life insurance related stuff, yeah, which yeah. I'm not licensed yes. to sell or give advice on. But okay. essentially, mm. um, your financial planner for that sort of thing. But mm. yeah, it is important. Yeah. It is important that there is some sort of money there mm. to buy a partner out mm. yeah. in that scenario. Yeah. Um, so that you can give the money to their partner, and yeah. they exit the business mm. and leave you to be able to run the yeah. business on mm. your own. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, And the main mm. risk of that is, of course, is if your business partner does pass away, the, their partner becomes the person who you're now becomes having to partner. be the partner within mm. the business. They might not have any idea about yeah. running the business you're in. Yeah. So the money that is there for the key man insurance is to protect that scenario, to yeah. buy them out, and then yeah. you just move on. Yeah, mm. yeah nice, nice. Yeah. I feel like each one of these mm. things we're going through, we could do a whole topic on. Yeah, I agree. Well. Absolutely. I, mean, I, agree. I think we're just glossing over we some are. really important stuff here, but mm. this is just a concept it is. phase for everyone. It's right? a very much a concept. Yeah. And the last one I'll touch on is underinsuring your stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, big problem in home and contents insurance and a big problem for business contents and stock insurance. Yeah, now, okay. every insurance policy has a a penalty if you fail to insure for the correct replacement value of your items. Wow. And I'll give you a very basic example of how that works. So um, I hope everyone can get this out there. Um, So say you've insured your contents of a business for Mm $20,000, but the real replacement value is $40,000. If you have a significant loss and say you have a 15,000 of that 20,000 gone, have damaged through water or storm or whatever it might be. Yeah. They will only pay you the percentage of that fifty percent because you're underinsured by fifty percent. So oh. the fifteen thousand that you had of damage, you're only going to get seven and a half of. Wow. Okay, mm. so it's super important to make sure that you've got your replacement values for your stock and your contents accurate. Accurate. Wow. There is a little bit of um, margin of error built into the policies, okay. but you you need to make sure you've got them pretty mm. accurate. Okay. So yeah. essentially, a Get insurance. Yep. Get insurance. Get the big ticket items first that yep. will allow you to sleep easy at night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. B, 
once you've got insurance, make sure it's accurate. Put time into it. Review it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have a good working relationship with your broker. Yeah. Um, so that you're never underinsured or missing a risk factor. Yeah. yeah. And review it often. Review it Review it at least 12 monthly. Yeah. Yeah. To so make sure. Because things change. Products change. Yeah. Everything changes in a business. Sorry about that interruption. Uh, Dan actually has had to run, funnily enough, Tony. Yes. Because, uh, he had about 12 missed calls from Kat and uh, turns out maybe that COVID vaccine is no good yeah, <laughs> after might. all. She might be having large issues. Yeah. I hope she's okay. God, yeah. So, Dan's had to run. So, yeah. uh, it's me, just me and Tony now to finish, <laughs> finish yeah. off yeah. the podcast. That's pretty unheard of, Tony. That is well, well, you know, At least it wasn't me that made him go, I guess. <laughs> I hope. It's got nothing to do with the topic. Yeah. He's yeah. just realized he doesn't have enough insurance and he's just... Yeah, he's run away. <laughs> he's yeah. leaving the country. <laughs> that firebomb threat that I made is, is really just, uh, yeah, sent him into a spiral. Uh, but anyway, I mean, I think we were saying, we we're sort of summarizing there, Tony. Was yeah. there anything else that small business owners should think about with their insurance? Look, I think, I think that probably ticks off the main things. Um, but yeah, just, just be aware that there's not a business in Australia or in the world that doesn't need insurance of some sort. Yeah. So... The only way you're going to know for sure what you need is talk to a broker who has access to lots of insurance companies and yep. lots of different products that they all sell differently yes. and will know the best ones that suit you yep. and will know how to protect your business the best way. I think knowing your risks yep. helps. Yeah, it does. Because it gives you a little bit of peace of mind. Then you can make a dis- an arbitra- arbitrary decision. Financial decision? Yeah, you can yeah, be like, well, absolutely. I'm not going to cover these three. Yeah, and but, but I know about them. You're right, yeah. yeah. And then if something goes wrong, it feels less painful because yeah. <laughs> you're like, well... I chose to I self-insure <laughs> for those things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know about it and exactly. I was aware of it. So, exactly. no, I think, I think that's the main thing. And what I would also say is that at the main time that a business needs insurance is when there's a claim that occurs yeah. when something occurs in the business that the policy responds to yes the, the whole idea of working with a broker is that that person is there then to help you through that yeah and to they are the people in between you and the insurance company people to make sure everything happens as it should yeah so so then the tips are have insurance if you're unsure speak to a broker it's not yeah. gonna cost you anything but your time it does not cost you anything to speak to a broker <laughs> yeah. yeah so so have a chat with the broker understand the risks make a actual rational logical decision yep. on what insurance you're going to have absolutely you're allowed to decide not to like yeah. like tony just absolutely. said before, before you could not have public liability insurance but at least understand the risk at least understand the risks and yeah. and know what could occur yeah um, know the scenarios and at least be aware of it Perfect. Yeah. So, Tony, how can the listeners get in touch with you if they do want to understand their risks? Okay. Uh, well, they can they can contact me via the website. So, our website is www.aiib.com.au. That'll yep. get a hold of me. Yep. I'm based on the Central Coast from our Wyong office. So, cool. you can contact me through the website Perfect. that way. Yeah. Um, you can also get me via my um, other website, www.tonyburke.com.au and that's where you can also buy a copy of my book yep. it has a lot of tips for industries in there and, and certain types of businesses yep. awesome. it's a good starting point for Definitely. anyone yeah that wants to know a little bit more about it nice yeah thanks tony well thank you tim thanks for covering up on the insurance topic pleasure well, absolute we're gonna, pleasure we're going to move to one more segment which is our other thing now, mm. um, probably should have given you some warning on this one, but uh, okay. essentially, this is where we talk about something that's tickled our fancy. Uh, it's usually a movie, 
song, mm-hmm. um, something that's just happening out there in the ether uh, right, yeah. at the moment that is really uh, interesting to Dan and I. Yeah. So for me this week, um, if you had have listened to last week's episode, Tony, you would have known I'm very dejected at how Essendon was traveling to that point. <laughs> then on the weekend, we, th- we flogged St. Kilda. We won by 75 points, which yes. is our biggest win in like eight years. So Very we've good. just turned our season around. Things are looking good. I'm now going to watch Essendon play Sydney this Thursday night. Should be a cracking that game. Is, it will be a good game. I'm not really. I'm not very hopeful of winning because <laughs> uh, Sydney's also killing. They're it. also on fire. Didn't they beat the Tigers on the weekend? They did. Yeah, by like eight goals. Yeah, boil over. Yeah, massive boil over. I yeah. didn't see that coming. And and they've got Buddy back yep. as well. Bloody Buddy. Yeah. He always kills Essendon. Too. Yeah, true. He's had a rest last week yeah. and he's ready to go. He is. He yeah. is. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he kicks 10 <laughs> um, and then all the youngsters just get off the chain and, and destroy us. Yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, so I'm a little bit more hopeful with the Bombers Oh, that's now. good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'm pleased. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you got another thing, Tony? Is it well, footy related? Yeah, perhaps? I could talk footy. Let's, I mean, t- let's talk footy. I'll talk the other code. My, my code's do. rugby league. So yes. um, yeah. my team, which I'm a tragic, is a, I'm a West Tigers tragic. It's been, <laughs> it's been a tragic number of years for yeah. our team. So we can kind of relate but to we each can, other. We, we have that in common. We have that, <laughs> we we're in a rebuilding phase and we've been in one for quite some time. A constant time. rebuilding phase, yeah. yeah. So look, I've, it was good to see them the week before they beat Newcastle in Newcastle, which was fantastic. Nice, nice, yeah. It was a very good upset. Yeah. They, they didn't do so well against Parramatta, but they stayed in the game. Okay. So for that, I'm proud of them. That's all you can and ask. That's all you can ask. They, they, they're on their way up. They're yeah. on their way up. I'm positive. I'm hoping. Is Got there some uh, bright young stars coming through some the ranks? bright young things coming through. Okay, and, nice. Uh, hopefully we continue to do Good that. coach. Good coach. We've got the right coach. We've right got things coach. happening behind the okay. scenes that are heading in the right direction. It's pretty tricky in the NRL that, um, you know, you've got a salary cap, but in the yeah. AFL, there's a draft. There so, is. So it really does push the bottom of the table teams back up because yeah. even one positive I can look for, if Essendon does finish second last this year is we'll get the second pick in the draft yeah yeah but which is helpful yeah it's very helpful but nrl is so different no it's, it's just all an open slather it's open slather it's, yeah salary cap we, d- we did have a draft at one stage but yeah, it got, right. got challenged by someone a long long time ago and uh, challenged yeah yeah so wow. yeah so that was there the end go. of that got kicked out and they're too scared to go back to it do you think that system works or um, the current system, the NRL, probably not. Yeah, um, it's not. It's, it's like it's I think. I think it should work. In yeah. theory, it should work. But there's too many behind the scene things mm. going on. There's there's payments you can make outside of the cap. Right. For non related sponsor entities and things like that that yeah. murky the waters a bit. I think yeah. you know it needs to be more uh, out in the open. So everyone can see exactly who's who's getting paid what sure. as a team, and there's a lot of a lot happens in the NRL around um, trades with a year left on the contract. There, I yeah. think that's the bugbear of many there NRL is. supporters. They're changing that though, apparently. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so that's one of the things on the list that's uh, there's going to be a trade window apparently. Trade so, window. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's which is an AFL. Yeah. That's an AFL thing, which is good yeah. because it, there's only two weeks a year where they actually do yeah. trading, but yeah. bad because every trade. Um, takes into the last day of that two-week window yeah. to actually happen because yep. the clubs are just haggling. <laughs> Some of the trades go through with 10 seconds to spare before the window shuts. Yeah, so, okay. I think the codes have a lot to learn from each other. I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. Look, and they're, all, they're always trying to get better. I mean, yeah. 
I think it's um, it's a tough tough thing, sport, professional yeah. sport. It's yeah. a tough thing to get right. That's um, it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that you've got to try and keep happy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, true. Yeah, we'll just keep our fingers crossed yeah. for our teams to <laughs> and hope, hope for a better few years ahead. Oh, I tell you what, <laughs> I've been waiting since the year 2000 for some yeah. success. So, yeah, uh, I feel sorry for my sons. They've been sitting around with me as tragic Tigers supporters, yeah. and um, they've been waiting a hell of a long time. When was to the get last Tigers success. Premiership? Oh five. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's a long time. It's yeah. a long time between drinks. It's a hugely time. long time, but keep our fingers crossed. Things are looking better. Look, this is awesome. We can talk footy. Dan's yeah. not here. Yeah. No, he'd be, he'd be bringing us down with some science garbage right now. No, we don't the want nerd. that. Yeah, no, no. We no. we almost did start um, a two drunk footy podcast. We recorded one episode, and then okay. Dan, the nerd, accidentally deleted it oh. <laughs> off the memory card. Accidentally, yeah. inverted commas. He recorded it Re- with us, though. So. Replaced it with science. I, th- I just, he didn't want everyone to know his footy nickname, which was Blossom. So Blossom. <laughs> wow. His mum was like, "That's okay, understandable. Blossom, let's go now." <laughs> and all the, the all his teammates heard that and started calling him Blossom. As oh well. dear. Yeah. Poor Blossom. I'll have to remember to <laughs> say will. that to him next time you I see will. him. Actually, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Tony. Well, thanks for being with us. Thank you, um, Tim. Dan usually does a, a sign off saying contact us on social media and yep. email us and all that junk, which I'm not going to really run through. But yeah. Too Drunk Accountants Podcast. Google it. And yep. uh, we love to hear from the listeners. Yep. If you do have any questions for Tony or about your insurance, you can also message us. Yep. If we can get Tony back for another episode. Yeah, more than happy to do to that. To deep dive into this. I mean, we covered a lot today in yeah. very small terms. So Yeah, if you've got um, particular scenarios you want to know about, yeah, more than happy to do we, that. We can do a deep dive. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Calculator. Bye.